So, I babysit this little boy. He's very sweet and polite. I've babysat him for a year at this point, and I absolutely love the kid. So, I noticed after his sixth birthday party that he started to talk to someone. Me, being naturally curious, I go and ask him, Who are you talking to, bud? And he replies with, Patrick. After he said that, he looked up and away, and then said, Okay, and ran off. Keep in mind, I don't really believe in ghosts and such, so I assumed him being young, the Patrick the Starfish, or something like that, was his imaginary friend. And I also assumed that his parents knew about it, and I really thought nothing of it. Well, a couple months go by, and at this time the talking went from small chit-chat to full-on conversations. One night, in particular... I go over to babysit him at his house because we were selling ours. So, let me tell you how this house is set up. When you walk into the door, there's this big step-down living room with super high vaulted ceilings, like 20 feet tall. And if you look to the right, there's a hallway where all the bedrooms are, and it looks right into the boys' room. And to the right of that, there is a dining room, and then a wall and a massive kitchen, and straight ahead is one big sliding door with a pool outside. Then if you go into the kitchen, and look left right before entering, there's a laundry room with a ladder that goes into a secret room, and there's a skinny door that goes into a stairway, into a loft, that looks over the living rooms. So, anyways, I go over and he comes up and gives me a hug, and then goes outside to play with his friends before it gets dark. His parents leave, and I go into the kitchen's breakfast nook to do some homework that I had for my marketing class. I pull all my stuff out and plug in my MacBook to let it charge for a little bit, and I put everything down on the table, all nice and neat. And then I went outside so I could go help him clean up, get his toys and, you know, the drill, and we walked inside. I go into the kitchen to get some water, because we were hot, and I look at the table. All of my papers and stuff were on the floor, and my MacBook was open. I had left it closed. Of course, this bothers me. I freak out a little bit, but I tried to hide it so that I didn't scare the kid. But then, he said that he wanted a bath. So I filled up the tub, you know, put some bubbles in, and left his iPad in there so he could watch cartoons or something. Don't judge. I don't like being in there. I'm a 16-year-old male, and I don't want to be in there with a little boy. That's just weird and uncomfortable. Well, I come back around 20 minutes later because he wanted to get out. I brought him a towel, and then when I was at the door, I heard him giggling. I peeked in, and the iPad was off, and he was just staring at the chrome faucets. So after he got out, I asked him what he was laughing at, and he said, Patrick was telling me a story. And I asked, about what? He said, about Grandma. His grandma had died ten years before he was born, so I laughed and smiled and told him to get dressed. 
I go over to the tub and pull a drain, but after I do that, I looked in the screen of the iPad, and in the reflection, I looked at the mirror in the iPad screen, and there was a black figure. I quickly looked behind me and nothing was there, so I just thought that I was imagining or it was just a figment of my imagination, and I thought nothing of it. After that, I went back to the breakfast nook and started on my homework. I booted up my computer and started my homework like normal, and then when the boy, which we'll just call him Tim from now on, walked in, he said he was hungry. I told him I would order pizza for him in a little bit. Well, he didn't like that and started pouting. I told him that if he didn't shape up, he would get nothing at all. So, he backtalked me. And I went over, got down to his level, and gave him a stern lecture. But in the middle of me doing so, my computer died, even though it was on the charger. And it just so happened that I'd saved none of my work that I had spent weeks on that assignment. Yes, I'm still salty about that. I go over panicking, and it wouldn't boot up. I turn around to a little voice that said, Patrick didn't like that, in my head. I was all like, oh, hell no. But I just simply told Tim, well, tell Patrick that he's very rude and hurtful. Tim tells me, he said you deserve it. I wanted to say something back, but I was not about to argue with whatever this thing was via a six-year-old. So... I just sucked it up and ordered the pizza. And while the pizza was on its way, I let him pick out the movie. A little thing on me, I refuse to sit on other people's sofas. I just think it's rude. I don't know why, I just do. And I'm watching him go through the movies from the kitchen table, and he turns to his side and starts whispering something. I asked him who he was whispering to, and... I got a swift nothing, and he stops in this one movie. I don't know what it was, and looks back and then looks directly to my right, then up a little and whispers, Okay. At that moment, what I thought was the AC blowing on me wasn't on anymore. Later that evening, I checked the thermostat, and it was scheduled, and at that time, it was off. He asked me if we could watch it. All I remember is that it was rated R. I asked why, and he said, Patrick likes this movie. And I just said, maybe later. As I said that, the ceiling fan in the living room, the light turned on by itself, and my computer booted back up at the same time. So, me being the pretty laid-back person I am, said, Well, um, yes, as long as you don't tell your parents... So, at this point, I'm really curious as to who Patrick is, and I asked, Hey bud, who's Patrick? And I get the response, Mommy's old friend. So, now, I'm freaked the hell out. So I ask, Does Patrick like me? <laughs> and Tim says, No, not yet. He doesn't know what to think about you yet. And after that, the night was pretty chill until bedtime. I did the usual routine, you know, water, brush teeth, pajamas, and then bed, 
I went in to check on him, with an hour still on the clock until his parents got home, because you're not going to catch me slipping. When I peeked through the door, I saw him staring at the closed blinds and whispering, and all I asked him is, is everything okay? He turned around and said, all good. As he said that, I felt a huge gust of wind hit me like a bag of bricks. I stumbled back and closed the door. I packed my stuff up and just put my headphones in and waited in the dining room for his parents. I was scared. When his parents came in the door, I immediately pulled the mother aside. FYI, his dad intimidates me. And I asked her, Do you know about Patrick? She asked, Patrick? I responded with a yes, and what she said, I will never forget. Is Tim talking to Patrick? I haven't talked to him since I was nine. My mom said that she made him for me. I didn't know what that meant back then, but as I grew up, I found out my mom was a Satanist. Ever since then, I haven't babysat at his house from then on. Now, I go to pick him up. But the last time I babysat him right before the pandemic, I hadn't heard about Patrick. So, I asked what happened to him, and Tim said, He likes you now, and he said to me that he'll look after you. Right then and there, I crapped myself. I just couldn't. Since that day, weird stuff has happened around me, especially at home. Sometimes I'll find my keys on the floor in a different room, or my dog will just bark at nothing. At school or in the car, it just feels weird. It's different. Like someone is watching me or staring. I don't know what to do. Please, if this thing could potentially harm me, please tell me, and tell me how I can get rid of it. Update. Shortly after posting this, I was in an accident. I was driving back from Tim's after dropping him off, and later on that night, as I was driving home, my car was T-boned. But right before that, I saw something in my rearview mirror. It was a black figure. I don't know if this was the doing of Patrick, or if he was trying to warn me. I'm just thankful I'm alive and got to go home to see my family. The guy who hit me was drunk and ran a red light. My Mustang was totaled in the accident, and everyone was okay. I just have a couple airbag burns, and some cuts and bruises and sore muscles. If you're wondering about my car, it was a 2017 Ford Mustang, and it was totaled but I'm most likely getting a new one with the insurance money. But for now, I'm driving an 06 Ram Bighorn. Before I start this, I just want to note that even though I strongly believe in the supernatural, I still look for a logical explanation before I write it off as ghosts. And these two events are short and far apart, but I think I can write about them together. Around 2018, I was seeing a girl who lived two hours north from where I lived. Now, I only visited her house a few times, but I remember it vividly. 
She lived with her mother in a very rural town up north, and you'd have to drive some more to a small log cabin that they lived in. It was the middle of winter, and the whole place looked like a fairy tale. Log cabin in the woods, big snowflakes falling, and everything visible because of the snow. She told me about how her house was haunted, and that in the night, she would hear footsteps in the living room above her. I should mention, she had her bedroom in the basement. They couldn't be her mother's, cause she would often be away for work, but not only were there footsteps, but also knocking, replying to what she had asked. She even told me of instances where her router would get unplugged in the middle of the night, as well as hearing footsteps and knocking. Not only that, they told me how once they were taking a hike through the forest, when they stumbled upon eleven mounts of dirt not far from their house, as if something, or someone, was buried there. They did say that it could possibly be horses, since they had farms in the area. So, fast forward to the night of my stay. Around 11pm, a bit after her mother had went to bed, we began to hear footsteps right above our heads. I couldn't believe it, but being the scaredy cat that I am, I was telling myself it was just the pipes or vents. Around 12, we went to bed and, surprisingly, I fell asleep fast and sound. For reference, the way the room was positioned, there was a two-meter hallway leading from the stairs to the rest of the basement. Right at the end of the hallway, beside the wall, was the bed. We were sleeping with our heads at the end of the bed closest to the hallway, so you could see down it. Around three or four in the morning, I woke up. I was confused as to why I woke up, I guess just in between dreams, or I felt something. I turned my head to where the basement stairs were, and looking right back at me was a black figure. I froze. I knew that what I saw was real, cause I knew for a fact I was awake at that point, but I was told whatever it was, it never went into the basement, so I remembered being calm about it, just staring it down. It was a black silhouette of a man, looking around the corner, so I only saw the upper body. As we looked at each other for a good minute, it slowly pulled back around the corner. Shaken up a little bit, I closed my eyes, almost instantly passing out. That morning, I told my partner what had happened, and she shrugged it off as a normal occurrence. I don't believe it was the last time that I saw it, though. Later on, I was eating in the kitchen, when out of my peripheral... I kept seeing a black silhouette of a man in the corner of the kitchen. But every time I looked at the corner, nothing was there. I thought I was just paranoid and seeing things. I should also have mentioned that they have two domovoys attached to her. For those who don't know, a domovoy is a spirit from Russian folklore who lives in your house and protects it from fires and keeps it clean while also sometimes taking small things to mess around. She told me a story from years back, 
where she left for work for a few days, and her husband at the time stayed at the house. About a day or two later, he called her yelling and freaked out about two creatures not leaving him alone there and following him around the house. They appeared as these hideous creatures and were even shoving him. She told me her mother or grandmother, I can't remember now, was from a line of witches, so they could be linked to why those things were occurring. I know it sounds crazy and all over the place, but it happened, and I'm recalling it to the best of my ability. Fast forward to 2020, I'm seeing a different person and I live in a different town, but there was one more event that will forever be in my mind. We were in the house in the attic. It's a living space along with storing some boxes. I was asking a bit about the history of the house and previous owners, for they mentioned before the house had a troubling history. It was night, and the lights were dim, so I thought something spooky would be fun since I'm a horror junkie. They told me how three or four people had died in this house, and that someone had hung themselves in that same attic. At that moment, I felt uneasy and a chill, I started looking around the room, scared to see a ghost. I looked at a corner, three, maybe four meters away from where we were sitting, and there was a silhouette of a woman in a dress, pressed up against a corner. I couldn't see much detail, but she had long black hair and a white dress. I'm not sure how, but I'm certain that it had two angry eyes looking at me. I thought it was my eyes playing tricks on me, but my partner jumped up yelling my name. We shined a light into the corner, but as cliche as it is, nothing was there. I don't remember why we stayed there longer, but I remember feeling the air get heavy and it being difficult to breathe, and like two icy hands were touching my shoulders and neck. We rushed downstairs and... My partner grabbed some sage. After using the sage on the attic, it felt normal again, but we never spoke of this or the history of that house ever again. There were no more occurrences with me, but I don't think it means never in my life. I'm sitting in the attic right now and writing this. My cat is beside me, and I was told that they ward off bad spirits. So those are my two encounters which I did my best to recount and retell. Maybe you can tell me what it is that I experienced slash encountered. So, this story is from back whenever I lived in DeRitter, Louisiana. I was around 12 when this was happening. So apparently the house we lived in was beforehand occupied by an older gentleman and his family. I never really knew much about it, but I heard a rumor from neighbors around saying that an older man died in the house we were living in. It was a beautiful big house, four bedrooms, two bathrooms, and a huge living room and dining room. It also had an office room that we later used to turn into a bedroom. But 
the way the neighborhood was set up, it was a big square. Only one way into the neighborhood, and our house was on one of the corners of the big square. We didn't have any streetlights around our house, and it was kind of sloped down into a ditch. So when it rained really hard, it would usually flood the whole backyard and everything around it. The rest of the neighborhood was more elevated and had streetlights. Our house was the only house that had no lights around it. It was honestly creepy at night when we were pulling into our driveways. But anyways, ever since we moved into that house, I always had this weird feeling like someone or something was watching me. It never really did too much damage, as I thought that maybe it was just me being young and scared. But boy, was I wrong. Many weird things happened in that house that were unexplainable. But one of the first things that started happening was, I would see a dark shadow-looking figure run past our garage door. We would usually leave the left garage door open, and the right closed. And when the left was open, you could see right through our door that leads into the garage because it had a glass window. But I would randomly see this figure run past really fast. And I thought maybe it was just my eyes, because I would catch it in the corner of my eye, but slowly and surely, all of my siblings started to see it. Siblings were aged 2, 6, 8, 8, 16, and 17 at the time, and I was 12. We never really mentioned it because it never really bothered any of us like that, I, I guess. But then it started to get more frequent, and it made me curious and wonder if it was really a ghost or spirit. So, I decided to ask my brother if they'd seen it, and they said yeah, that they thought they'd seen something run past a few times. And as we were talking in the kitchen, my mom and stepdad at the time would come out of their room and hear us talking about it. And they too said that they had seen the figure as well. And at that moment, that we were all standing by the garage door, we see it run past. My stepdad swung open the door and ran out. Everyone followed right behind him. It took no more than two to three seconds to get outside. Our backyard was massive, and there was absolutely nowhere that a person could have run to hide from us without us seeing them. There were woods at the end of our backyard, but it was at least a hundred meters or more. We were all standing outside, looking like we were crazy people. And from there on out, we knew that it had to be something paranormal. A little after that, weird things started to happen, and it got a little more interesting. Nothing that was absolutely crazy enough to drive us off and run us away from the house, but creepy enough to look back on it and say to myself that I've definitely seen some ghostly stuff. It was 10pm, and I was freshly stocked with caffeine and waiting for my first... Can I help you? Go ahead. And that's how TTY Relay works. Go ahead. The first time I noticed this open line, I was rocking some share. 
This was just after she and Cindy Lauper had been in town. How sad is that? I'm excited that I've seen Cindy in concert, and it was because she was opening for Cher. But it wasn't my birthday anymore, and the tickets were for the two of us. The screen flickered, but that's usual on these computers. I say, what's your name? Go ahead. Elvis, go ahead. Now, I do have friends who've convinced me that the strange paranormal stuff is easy to replicate, but they've never had an open line to anything but a Ouija board. And I kind of hope they never do. Go ahead, then an indistinct humming. So, I was humming along, and then I realized that there was more humming. Out of habit, I said, go ahead. Then the humming turned into that purr behind the ear I like so much. Go ahead. I could almost smell his cologne as I started to offer my neck. Go ahead. And now it's everywhere on me. And they're all humming our favorite song. Go ahead. When I wake up, I ask the guy at the switch to stop messaging with me. Go ahead. But the song is hot and the beat is fresh and it's my ex-boyfriend, so go ahead. So that was a collection of paranormal experience stories. A collection of paranormal experience stories that I hope that you quite enjoyed. If you did, awesome. If not, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't really know what to tell you in that situation. I tried. I read this these stories that were sent to me, and I requested from Reddit... And I thought you would enjoy them. I'm sorry that you didn't. It kind of hurts you didn't. But I'm sorry you didn't, you know. Anyway, if you did, please do hit that subscribe button and the bell icon next to it. Also, hit that like button. really helps the channel. You can further support the channel by following me on any of my social media platforms or supporting through Patreon Coffee or channel memberships. All of it optional. All of it greatly appreciated. And it will connect you with me further and, you know, make me really feel the love. Because I love you. I know you know that. Anyway, hope you all have a beautiful day, and I'll see you in the next video. But until then, sleep well.